<laughs> All right, we're live. Another episode of Monero Talk. Uh, this is a good one. I never had so many guests on. Uh, yeah. I think we have the. Do we have the entire Monero Zoo team on? Yeah, not really. So. We <laughs> Who we, we are <laughs> so disorganized. Yeah. <laughs> We're decentralized. Well, Diego, Diego is is part of the team as well. Yeah. Okay, Diego. Yep, I've had him on before. What what role does Diego play? He helps with, uh, I guess, building the website and stuff. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. That's that's what he said. What was he does, and it's it's also like the, like the glue of the team, you know. <laughs> he moderates us, and he's the guy that comes with with news from outside of the team, okay, <laughs> and takes stuff that we think we think about, and we uh, takes back to the Monero community or the core team. Like yeah, that. that seems to be his overall role in the community, which is uh, yeah. really essential. He's a he's a good yeah. connector. Brings everybody together. So, uh, so if you guys want to each introduce yourselves, I think that'd be a good start. I know we have we have Andre, is it Dimitri, and Gustav or Dimi? Yeah. Yes. Okay. And uh, how'd you guys? So how'd you guys come together? Oh yeah. Dimi first. Me yeah. first. Okay. <laughs> Um, so I started off with this project because everyone was going on, oh, we need an Android, we need an Android uh, wallet for Monero. And I started looking at it and then um, I st started it and at some point it was finished. Well, at least had a first version running. And then Rara said, oh, look, I've got these designers, they're really cool. And that's how we got together. So rare, rare R is the rare R. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the fixer. What what yeah. year was that when you first uh, first launched an Android wallet? Sorry, what year was that when you guys first launched? Uh, last year, okay. last year in August was the very first version. Mm -hmm. It was still a very uh, a view only version because I was really scared that something would go wrong and people would lose stuff. <laughs> so the first couple of versions were uh, view only and then uh, testnet spending only, but uh, everything worked out really well. And you, got, you guys were the first mobile wallet, right? I mean, because Cake didn't come out till after on, on iOS, right? Yes. What, a was long, the, what was the timeline, right? I think for a while it was just, it was just you guys in terms of mobile. Uh, yes, we were for a long time, and everyone was going on about, oh, we want iOS, make iOS. We looked into it, but it's <laughs> so different. And uh, I'm quite glad someone else is doing the iOS stuff because uh, personally, I'm not an iOS person. A long, a long time ago, I was a Mac person with a <laughs> 20 years ago, maybe, but uh, none of the iOS stuff today, no. So what role is does each of you play? What's the uh, the breakdown? Maybe so the others may talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the CEO. <laughs> <laughs> no, we need yeah, we need we need titles, better titles. Yeah, well, we have titles on the team page. Yeah, but you are the CEO. No, I'm the lead designer, apparently. So, 
So, my, but I helped uh, Dimitri. Uh, he needed help with the design, so Rare Air hooked us up. And um, and uh, the, when was that? Right, two years ago or something? I don't know. Do you know, Dimitri? Dimi. Oh, does he hear you? No, I don't think so. No, no, one well, year, one year only. One year. One year. Okay. It's a long time. Yeah. Can you hear me, guys? You know, I I know I knew both I of your work before entering the Monerujo team, the Monerujo team, because I used I used the first version of Monerujo, that it was all black with white text, or something like that. <laughs> I remember before before Gustav did the, uh, his magic, and I knew uh, Gustav your mockup for a Monero wallet. Yeah, that I saw on, on Behance, I think it was. Yeah, that's correct. I like it. Yeah. I didn't know it was you until. Oh, when... okay. You did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I did that because I needed something in my portfolio. <laughs> but uh, I was a, a long time lurker in Monero community before, so I have I didn't done anything for the Monero until then when I posted that. So, are you guys all Monero Sorry. Monero people at heart, or what? What was your you kind of your trajectory how did you get to monero land what did you guys all start in monero land did you come from bitcoin land i've never touched anything except monero except <laughs> when i was forced to use bitcoin a couple of weeks ago in the, on the hcpp <laughs> it was a, a crypto crypto version yes <laughs> <laughs> what really <laughs> You didn't touch, but uh, I came relatively late to the whole crypto stuff. After then, a friend of mine said, "Oh, crypto is the next thing, and blockchain is can be used for everything," so I started researching that and said, "Okay, actually, Monero is the thing, and it's the thing for humanity for bringing yeah. us forward." <laughs> and that's the reason why I'm actually doing it. It's not uh, about uh, investing or or stuff like that. But it's. Um, I think it's important for for us as as, as humans to move on. Why did you do, why why Monero compared to you know Zcash or Bitcoin? Uh, why why do you think it's fulfilling the the tenets of what crypto is supposed to be? Well, it's the, all these anonymity, privacy features which allow you to do whatever you feel is is right and and uh, whatever you want to do. Um. And one really major aspect for me was also the way that the community acted. When you go on Reddit and you ask a stupid question, it gets answered in a proper manner. It was just incredible. And if you compare it to the other communities, it's just a completely different world. So it's, it's, it was just uh, the community was just incredible. And so for me, that was also an aspect um, which moved me towards Monero, say, OK, there may be other privacy coins out there which may or may not meet meet the goals but uh this community is it and this total decentralized uh, decentralization at the heart of of this project so for me it was clear that this was it yeah i think people are start i mean if they haven't already <clears throat> starting to realize how important the community component is especially what we're seeing what's going on in bitcoin i mean i get bcash was last year but now we're kind of reliving that nightmare with the with the split in Bcash itself, um, 
and really i guess it's it's just uh it's just a flaw in in being able to hold the community together is what it comes down to i mean uh it's not just about the technology it's but it's about trying to get the a, a large majority of the community to kind of share some fundamental beliefs i think right um because Monero, I mean, there's arguments to be made that something like Zcash might have, uh, in terms of technology, superior privacy, right? Ignoring the fact that it's opt-in and that it's not truly <clears throat> fungible, uh, but just the, the you know the zero knowledge uh, proof aspects, um, or but you know, but Monero, Monero, what it has going for it is its ability to evolve and, uh, you know, be true to always trying to be private and fungible. So even if things like, you know, ring signatures might not be the, you know, the best way of doing things, uh, I guess the idea is we, we could evolve and change as long as we're, we're, we're all on the same ship and agreeing that it's about privacy and fungibility. Yeah. I don't know, is, is yeah. what I'm starting to realize as, as we go further and further along. Yeah. 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 I think I think most of that most of that is by design. I mean, the same way that you have to design the the cryptocurrency itself with X features and it allows privacy in this way, you also have to in a way design the community and the incentives and the way the the monero community is organized incentivize that this works like the way it, it does right now. Uh, and it's very different from Zcash, for for example. Uh, so I think in the long run, uh, it makes it much more probable that it works for me. And it's not just a technical issue; it's a people issue. Right. Well. Right. The technology could always be evolved and changed. The hard part is kind of keeping the community together. Yeah. I feel like is what. Yeah, because is the community the one that that the, uh, evolves the the technology as well. Right. So uh, I, I tell you from first hand. Um, by the way, the the Moneruyo team works itself, but but everything else that I've seen of uh, the the work that Diego does and Justin as well with communication and you. And a lot of people that is more perhaps technical and just like Dimi say, you you enter the. I, I I learned about Bitcoin in 2012. A friend of mine told me, "Ah, oh, this is the best thing ever. Here you have like I, I give you 0 0.005 <clears throat> bitcoins. It's like five cents. Forget about it. Learn it." I, I was like, ah, oh, this is really cool. And I forget about it for five years or something. And then I realized, oh, the thing now is like $1,000. So I entered Reddit and started reading all the cryptocurrency uh, that there are. And it's like that. When you enter the Monero subreddit, uh, you immediately know that it's something different. The so, way that people re respond to you, the way that they don't want to talk about price on the main subreddit, it's not just a post. It's it's, it's not empty. It really, it really. I think in time it starts to shape the the interaction that people have about this. So, Andre, your story was a little different. Were you originally a Bitcoin guy? I was. I I wish. <laughs> <laughs> no. Bitcoin millionaire. <laughs> yeah, I wish. And no, I just learned. I just, yeah, I started. I, I knew Bitcoin be first. 
really like 2012 something like it was like weird internet matching money I, I, okay. I, I thought it was really cool in, as a concept I, I never bought any of that uh, sadly I should have like sell the house or something but <laughs> but no really I, I when I started to, to 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 read about it just last year like in 2017 and right in the beginning um I'm Argentinian you know I, I live in Argentina and when you get to the Monero like fundamentals and the, the stuff about privacy it's very especially functionality it's very clear for somebody that doesn't live like in the first world country, especially when it regards to banking and money and stuff, what's the advantage of Monero and why it's important mm -hmm. as much as possible to make it. It really is different from everything else that I've seen. We're hearing, we're hearing some background noise there. I don't know uh, which Oh, sorry, is it me? Uh, might be. But Gustav, what? Oh, now we can't hear you at all. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I shut myself down. <laughs> Censored myself. So, okay. about, what's your story, Gustav? What's so uh, I, have, what was... I have guests here, so so. But I'm leaving now. I'm leaving. Okay. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Tell me get lost. Bring it back. <laughs> how how my story begin? I don't know actually. I, I'm living in the now right now. But uh, I was uh, I was reading about upon uh, Bitcoin. 2013 maybe i don't know actually uh but i i worked as a cashier then so i i had some money left so i at the cashier i started calculate how much bitcoin i would like to buy uh, with the, it was 100 bucks or something about yeah, oh it's too much it's too much so <laughs> then i just uh, ignored it and uh, lived all my life <laughs> then, <laughs> then i saw the price and everything so but um no, but uh, I, I have been lurking a, a lot in Monero community. <coughs> I, did, I, did, I just read upon it uh, <coughs> like in two years or one year. Uh, and then I uh, thought for myself, okay, they, they, they need a designer or something. So uh, I posted this mock-up that Andres talking about. Uh, that, that way I got into the Monero uh, community. Mm -hmm. But it's easy to get into Monero community. Uh, you, have, you don't have to do flashy mockups. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. True, true, true open source community, right? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just flow. Go with the flow. Yeah, I've experienced the same thing with doing yeah. the show. I mean, you know, we just started doing this out of nowhere, and anyone we've contacted to come on has has been, you know, uh, eager. And welcoming, it's it's been great. Uh, so so Dimitri, getting into the wallet itself, I saw a talk that I think you recently did, um, where you talked about UX and usability. What is what do you see as like kind of the the mission of of the of uh, Monero Jew, like or, or the vision or like the core tenets of the wallet itself? What do you what are you guys most fo focused on when you're building this thing? And am I uh, pronouncing it correctly? How do you pronounce it? It's Monerujo, right? Monerujo. Monerujo. Okay. I, I can't pronounce it. I don't speak Esperante. <laughs> <That, it's, laughs> are you guys all fluent Esperante speakers? 
Sorry. That was the first time I, I when I entered this uh, team. Can we change the name? <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, okay. I can't pronounce it. Yeah. It doesn't matter how you pronounce it as long as you use it. We're fine yeah. with that. I thought the whole, point. Point, the whole point of Esperante was supposed to be uh, something everyone could speak, but it, it apparently didn't apply to me. Yeah, we see how well that works out, <laughs> but we're doing <laughs> our best. <laughs> I so, yeah, uh, after I, I learned it was Monedujo and not Monedujo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, our, our mission vision is a kind of um, basically want to give a tool to, to people to use Monero as much as possible. That's it, because we believe in the idea, we believe in, in, in the community, we believe in this, in this project. And so it's a, it's a good thing that we picked uh, Android because that has a huge um, market share of mobile. And so we can reach as many people as, as, as possible. Uh, we're also reaching the people who are in those parts of the world which actually need more of this project. So that's another great aspect which, which turns out pretty well. And that's what we're trying to do. We are trying to make it look sexy. Well, they are. <laughs> I'm trying to make it. <laughs> I'm trying to make it work, and uh, it's just incredible work that the that the designers have made. It's just incredible. It's just not totally not my thing. So uh, it's not enough to give someone a tool. The tool has to be usable, because if it's crap, it's just crap, and that's not what we want. So. Again, the idea is to give as many people as possible the opportunity to use Monero wherever they are in a decentralized uh, manner, in an anonymous manner, and in a private manner in the spirit of Monero, which, as you said, we had a talk about the UX UI uh, for anonymous users, which has a whole set of problems. We cannot spy <laughs> on the users. We don't want to spy. Let's put it that way on the users. So we just <laughs> Sounds don't better. Yeah. Do it. Of course. <laughs> yeah, we could, of course, if we wanted, but we really don't, and we just don't do that. Well, you'd explain and, that a little uh, bit because you mean like with with a typical app. I guess an app developer would be watching how people use it in order yes. to learn how to improve it. Is that what you? Yes. Mean? Okay. Yes. So we can uh, record what the clicks do, uh, how people use the, the screens, how often they use it, maybe what amounts they spend, in, in what time intervals, all kind of stuff like this. And this is something we don't want to do. Mm -hmm. And uh, so basically, we try to do the best we can and then see who complains. So one of the our common, <laughs> common design principles is we, do, we design it as best as we think we can. Uh, the team is pretty well put together as well because we have completely different views on the way the app should function. Mm -hmm. So I think we've <laughs> got a pretty pretty good solution. And then sometimes people do complain and then we get together and we say, oh, actually, yeah, they're right and we should fix that. And then uh, Andres goes away and comes back with, a, with an article with cartoons explaining <laughs> what the idea behind it is. <laughs> and if that doesn't help, then uh, we send uh, Gustav off to come up with sexy colors to make it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I, we, we're, we're designing. I have, to, I have to make sure it's, 
it it can be implemented in the end because uh, yeah. well <laughs> yeah go ahead Gustav. for, for Dimi yeah I'm lagging behind. <coughs> I yeah. see this uh, screen lagging. But yeah, yeah, yeah. We are designing in the blind. I mean, if you, if um, if we were a company or or like a ten man team or something, we should uh, do usability tests and research and personas and everything. But here is like uh, just do it. <clears throat> and Dim is really good uh, developer. So mm -hmm. it yeah. does it live often, <laughs> but in a secure way. <laughs> I remember, so, I remember uh, when there was the thing that to add the um, the accounts and sub addresses that uh, we were so right in the in the cutting edge, the bleeding edge of. What was it was was being developed for even for the Monero for the Monero GUI? I think I, I don't know if we were like at the same time or almost first. So we know that accounts, for example, and sub addresses were important. Were something that we could implement and people could use. But I remember that we don't have any idea how they will use it. There was no idea how they will call it. If it was accounts versus addresses versus yeah. no, this is like sub wallets or whatever. Mm -hmm. So at the end, we discuss a lot. Uh, we have to just guess and post uh, an alpha build or a beta build and see, watch Reddit and uh, expect all the, the shit storm that <laughs> could happen. <laughs> and then when it doesn't happen, we were like, okay, good work. <laughs> Until then, we have no idea. We have no idea if this is a real a case use scenario and regarding the ux um also the ui the, the, the design itself many times uh, for example dimi has like great ideas of implementing new stuff and we don't know how people will use it in the future so we are just uh, preoccupied with okay it, this has to work like at least at a, at a base level and then we will see and we will shape shape it afterwards you know like okay it doesn't make sense even for ourselves as users okay we are like having to click three times to get back to the screen it doesn't make any sense just put a, an arrow there and, and go back so at first it, it, it looks ugly <laughs> but works that's that's the mis, that's the mis part it works yeah. and it's safe the first time first priority it has to be safe nobody has to lose the, uh, their money right. We don't want any complaint. Your party just got way better. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody has to lose any money. We don't. We don't want people to post in Reddit like I had my my Monero and it's gone. So this is first. Then okay, you can actually use the new feature, and like in third in third time it, it comes like well, okay, it looks it looks nice. <laughs> it's useful. And uh, we we do many iterations of that. So what what was like the biggest hurdle in working with Monero, uh, Monero to create the wallet? Was it a? I mean, it wasn't an easy task, right, from the get go. I mean, you guys were the first. Um, what was kind of the biggest hurdle you had to overcome? Um, I expected it to be much more difficult, but there had been a lot of work already done getting the core to run on Android, so the command line client worked on Android in a 
special environment. So uh, that part of the work, I was expecting to do the, the, the most work. But um, the biggest hurdle was actually integrating the, the core code um, into the Android UI. So making an app which uses this code because the code is completely C++. And uh, the Android development is in Java. So those are two worlds which clash together extremely. And most of the, I started like in approximately May. So as so of May, June, July, August, four months of work on getting this thing working without memory leaks, without it exploding, without it crashing all the time. So that was the biggest hurdle. Once that was set, uh, it was more or less okay. Yeah. Um, it is still every every hard fork or every new version of the code changes a lot of stuff. So we have to make sure it still works. And uh, there also I also uh, contribute a bit at least to the Monero project to the core project so that my stuff still still functions the way it should. Yeah. Have we seen other uh, other a lot of other Android wallets now? <coughs> Sorry. Uh, personally, I haven't seen any. <laughs> There's the free wallet that people keep complaining about. I haven't <laughs> seen that, to be honest. <laughs> so, uh, yes, there are a couple of other Android yeah. wallets which are actually services which have backends. So there's nothing that I'm aware of which runs only on your device where you have your keys, they belong to you, and there's no communication to a centralized server which could or could not be compromised. So I think that we're the only thing where we, we, where we provide a decentralized Android solution for Monero. Hmm. So, I mean, you guys have kind of paved the way then, right? For Yes, for, that's, yes. For Android. Yes, and we're having fun doing it. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you see as being so kind of the next steps? What are the, what's like the next features we could expect? <laughs> you can uh, you can check our roadmap at. Uh, I, I'm just kidding. We don't know actually. What um, I've been working on. You can ask. <laughs> answer that. Tell it. Tell it. Tell it. Uh, yeah, our roadmap is really is really great. Uh, no, what I've been working on for the past uh, month quite intensively is um, getting nodes to be more user-friendly. Yeah. One of the biggest support issues are, or is, nodes, mm. uh, Monero nodes. How, what is a Monero node? How do I use the Monero node? The Monero node doesn't work. It doesn't sync. And I've invested a lot of time implementing a completely new approach to nodes. And I presented it to my friends here a couple of days ago, and they bashed it a lot. <laughs> um, so we need to figure out. What do you mean? Can you explain improve... that a little? What do you... Yeah, what, can you explain that a little bit? What do you mean? What do you see as the the current problem, and what is it that exactly? The current problem to... is you need to select a Monero node, okay, and use that. So most users don't uh, operate their own node. So they need to find someone who has one. There are a couple of people who offer nodes. There's also the moneroworld.com nodes, which are um, 
also community operated nodes, which may or may not be there. Mm -hmm. So the infrastructure is basically alive, but you need to pick a node. And if the node you just picked uh, doesn't work, then you don't know what's going on. Mm -hmm. So uh, our approach or our new approach is the nodomatic feature <laughs> where you can select. Uh, we don't have a nodes. name. Yeah, well, I don't know. We can. A working title. Sounds good. That's well, how we, that's the way we come up with names, you know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and what what would this do? This uh, and what feature? what you do is you um, you can select multiple nodes. <clears throat> if you know them, you can enter them into the into the into the app. So maybe two or three or four nodes, maybe your own, maybe a, a node of your friend. Mm -hmm. And then when you open your wallet, uh, Monoruyo selects the the node which is uh, which has the correct block height. Which is uh, which has a, a pink time, so it's so it's available. So it would select between these three, four nodes, the best one for you. If you have no idea which uh, which nodes you could use or you could enter or you don't care, I've implemented a function which which scans the entire Monero node network, so maybe five thousand plus uh, nodes, and finds. A, uh, demons which also operate a public node so you get a list of 10 nodes when you have 10 nodes and it of course stops um, scanning the network and from these 10 10 uh, nodes that you found you can select uh, which which nodes you may may want to put in your list of favorite nodes and then when you open your wallet it just selects from these five six nodes depending on what you've selected so my i'm my my hopes are that this will get rid of the get rid of most of the node problems because you will have five six favorite nodes and the system will just pick the best one for you mm -hmm. so the idea mm -hmm. is you pick five six nodes which you trust or like and you never need to think about the node again so that's that's not the idea there uh, but i've seen i've seen people talking on reddit um about kind of developing like like easy to use plug and play nodes, you know, like like little boxes that you could just plug in at, at home that I guess would, you know, you plug into the internet, you plug into a power source, you, you don't have to do anything else and it you, you have like a node running. Um, that, that's great, but I, by by testing the, for example, the Monedouyo app with, with friends that are somewhat, used to cryptocurrencies for example from bitcoin for example or something like that at first they don't even <clears throat> understand why you need a node right so they enter the, the wallet and they are just like for example used to coinbase or something so they just open and use it yeah. and in monero and if you want to be decentralized and if you want to do things right like dimi said you have to pick a node and so the first challenge is to, and it's not, it, it goes beyond Monero, uh, to educate people that, okay, Monero works with nodes. And uh, you have to have your own node or somebody else's node. And, and hopefully it's the node for somebody that you trust, right? So uh, otherwise you enter again, like pri privacy issues. So our, our main aim here in Monero is to make it like, something that you don't have to think about because we want to keep nodes. We, we don't want to <laughs> get rid of, 
of, of the decentralized <laughs> nature of having a lot of nodes, but we have to crack the, the UX in a way that it's just a button and the, the thing does it the best for you that, that you can possibly have. And at the same time, having like an expert use or, or a pro user be able to enter his own custom uh, written node. So that's difficult. That's also a balance that we have to achieve in all the features. We don't we don't want the the, the beginner mode and the, the, the expert mode. We believe look look at the face that Dim is, is doing here. <laughs> he doesn't want settings anywhere. He doesn't yeah. want menus anywhere. And yeah. it's like you need a tool that is like a hammer, you know, in the hands of somebody that does something. Like, uh, it depends of the camper, carpenter that, that has in the hand. So mm. it, it's kind of like that. Uh, it, it's tricky to have like the, the pro user feature at the same time and the beginner user feature. And it's it, if it doesn't work, it's all, it's all our fault, me and, 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 and Gustav here, because Dimi makes it work. <laughs> we, we need to make it work with people, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's. But, uh, that... I think Dimi's uh, suggestion was really good, the, the first, but, but but it has to be tweaked. I mean, uh, it's, a, it's a very, um, it's not nice experience to have when you download an app and you have to pick a node and learn a new name called Demon and uh, what's Demon and. Uh, yeah, it's it's not it's no it's not good user experience at all. Uh, but it's it's the same problem everywhere in every crypto community. I think uh, I, we, we are looking at uh, we're looking we, we don't reinvent reinvent the wheel perhaps. But I, I'm 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 for stealing stuff. So I'm looking at Coinbase and uh, there's other couple of wallets that I look at. Hand Cash from Bitcoin Cash. B cash, whatever you want to call name that, uh, and uh, yeah, so so there there's good stuff out there in the crypto world that you can uh, like steal or, or or tweak a bit in this in the design. I'm talking about the design now. So. You guys think we'll ever be at a point where we're we're running nodes on our phones, where the app itself is a node? I mean, obviously we'd have to really evolve in terms of improving the tech, right? But you think we'll ever get to that point? It's possible today. It's uh, it's not a big deal to do it technically. Uh, of course, the, the phones will need um, enough uh, space to keep mm -hmm. to keep the, the to keep the blockchain. Um, it, of course, depends how much internet bandwidth you have and how much it costs you. I understand that. Uh, in most parts of the world, uh, internet is too expensive. So at some point, this may be, this may be true. I'm not. I'm not. Um, how should I say? I don't know enough to say if it's a if it's a good thing to do or not in the end. Hmm. Or if we should have dedicated nodes running somewhere and not people running around with nodes on their on their phones. It may be. It may be not. I, I have. I have uh, no idea because if if uh, mobile devices are not very reliable, so you have a lot of unreliable nodes in your network, it might not be so good. Mm. Which of course, Monero will evolve, and at some point, every car will have a Monero node inside of it. 
Yeah, or, or a malware, malware node, <laughs> <laughs> infecting everything. <laughs> Everyone has a Monero node. Infecting your, your fridge, yeah. <laughs> how about the syncing? Um, you know, so you have the nodes. I mean, how is how is syncing on your app? Is it Does it happen in the background or it's only when the app is open? It's way better now. <laughs> Yeah. Is, it po- is it possible for the app to sync uh, in the background, or it's you have to open it and wait for it to sync? Um, the way it's now, it's uh, that the app is open, and you have it to have your wallet open so that your wallet syncs. Uh, you can um, put the app in the background so you can do other stuff. You see a notification icon that Monoruyo is running, and so it, it keeps up to date and is synced. On the other hand, it's not really such a big issue because if you have um, maybe one week of uh, a wallet which is not synced for a week, it takes 10 to 15 seconds to sync up the last week. So uh, it's not such a big issue. It's possible to have it running all the time. Again, it keeps scanning all the Monero transactions which come in to make sure uh, or to, to test if they are from my own wallet. And it just uses up uh, traffic. It's quite soft on the battery. So the battery is not really much of a big deal, but uh, downloading stuff, uh, yeah. I notice in, in general when syncing <clears throat> uh, you know, Monero wallets, it's like sometimes it seems to be more smooth than others. And yeah. I'm not just talking in yeah. terms of, uh, you know, waiting a week versus two weeks, but yeah. even if it's, you know, the same length of time, the same amount of uh, blockchain needs to yeah. be uploaded. Why, why is that? Is it just because of the communication with the nodes? It's just the communication with the nodes. Maybe the mm-hmm. node is more, has more traffic on it. Mm-hmm. it. It's really a communication issue. Yeah. Sometimes it takes a minute or two to sync, maybe a week. That can also happen if your node is, uh, well, slow or your internet connection is bad. So, yeah, it's just, it's, it's nothing that we can control. And mm-hmm. it's, it's a little that the node operator can control, actually. So it's just bad luck. <laughs> what do you guys think of, uh, like, dedicated hardware wallets, like the Treasure and the Ledger, um, and maybe... You know, those compared to something like your wallet on on Android, do you eventually see those things disappearing or there's there's always a space for that? I mean, I can't imagine a world where, you know, I have two devices. We have we have these, you know, really powerful computers that are in our pockets at all times. Why wouldn't that become our de facto wallet? It's kind of like when we used to have iPods and you know phones and they eventually became one i mean is, yeah. is, is that are, do you think things will go in that direction or we'll always have these uh dedicated hardware wallets <laughs> yeah i i have no opinion on that actually uh but but uh, hardware wallets i mean if you sp- store like one million on on our wallet you're stupid <laughs> 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 right, Dimitri. <laughs> Back me up. He's the he's the PR person. You know. <laughs> but will that always be the case? I mean, 
<laughs> you don't think we'll, we'll ever get to a point where we could have essentially yeah, yeah. a hardware of wallet? Of course. Well, the way it, it it's now is that um, also on Android and, and the processors which are being used in, in newer Android devices all have uh, hardware, hardware encryption on board. So the way also Munoruyo is, is, is built since, since more than, than half an year is that we use this hardware encryption on board to secure the, the wallet files. So you can actually copy your wallet files, make backups of your wallet files. And uh, the passphrase, the password that you use for the wallet is not actually the password that you, you type in, but that's encrypted uh, with a separate encryption key in the hardware device on your phone. So it's kind of like a small hardware wallet actually because the encryption that we use is as strong as your seed itself so the probability that someone will, will hack your your wallet is the same probability as that they will hack your seed so um that's uh improbable pretty safe <laughs> so we we're basically using the hardware features the security hardware features of the device for the monoroyo wallet so it is a bit of a hardware wallet as well. Mm -hmm. Of course, software has bugs, hardware has bugs. Um, Apple had an, an, uh, a, a problem with iOS devices where, where you could uh, read out the hardware keys so, some months ago. So of course, this is possible. The evolution has to continue. And then, of course, there's the question of um, the hardware manufacturers if they have backdoors or not in these devices. This is something nearly impossible to tell. The same applies though exactly for Ledger Trezor or, or whatever else uh, you have. Yeah, We keep experiment, uh, experiencing similar things with CPU manufacturers or whatever. Mm. Yeah, we hope to have uh, Purism on next week. Are you guys uh, right. familiar with them? I'm sure you are. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. We also looked at uh, implementing Munaruya for uh, Purism. And uh, we didn't get very far <laughs> because we were in, involved <laughs> with with uh, with our further development. But uh, sooner or later, I think we'll end up there as well because it's a great project. Right. That does seem kind of like the holy grail, like moving towards that point. If 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 uh, you know a phone wallet were to replace a hardware wallet, maybe it would be something like that, where it's on a yeah. on the uh, what is it called the, their yeah. phone, the Libra, the the phone uh, that's coming Libra out, Five. something. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And and that's. All open source hardware, essentially, too, right? Isn't that the whole uh, the whole? But they point have, as far as I understand it, right now they have a closed source software in there as well. So that's okay. uh, something that may need to be addressed later on. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, there's was... a, uh, there is an aspect of trust here as well. Mm. Right. But uh, yeah, just to <clears throat> further along that point of hardware wallets versus, uh, you know, these these phone wallets uh trace mayer had made a good point that's saying that kind of using these hardware wallets like the treasure and ledger uh almost kind of makes you a target right because if you, if you go and buy one of these things it's known that you're obviously using them to store crypto yes. and potentially large amounts as opposed to storing it maybe not on on a phone but on a computer on uh you know using purism or something where you know there's other use cases so it's it's kind of uh, you're you're not putting a target on your back, yeah. Um, which yeah. is an interesting mm -hmm. concept. 
Um, yeah. See what else? What and else we got? You also have you also have like the the Monero hardware wallet project, right? Are you guys involved in that at all? Uh, yes, we 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 the the firmware which runs on it now is uh, Monero hardware edition, <laughs> and uh, we are only as far as generating a wallet, so we can generate a wallet on the on the. Callisto, the hardware device, mm -hmm. and it basically the last step is you get a QR code of your uh, new Android, uh, Android uh, of your new uh, Monero address. Oh wow! But uh, that project has, um, at least from my side, stalled a bit, and there's a development of a new hardware, which is more potent, so it can um, do more maths. Because it turned out that we need more math for Monero and the hardware that was used in the first version. Uh, is not uh, not strong enough to to deal with a fast sync. Of mm -hmm. course, you have three months to sync mm -hmm. your wallet, then it would work. <laughs> yes, but uh, we don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When do you think we could uh, expect to see a Monero Ooh. hardware wallet? Then I mean, what are we talking like? Soon, uh... soon, <laughs> soon, soon. <laughs> of course, of course. You have to store your wealth in uh, our app. UI. So how about a how about a desktop wallet? <laughs> <laughs> desktop Monero your wallet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that something in the works? No. Okay. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I appreciate your honesty. Yeah. No. And iOS? Is, uh, it coming? Well, Is it coming iOS? We should no. we, we should it's, rel it's a relative no. It's a relative no because if we actually want to do something for purism, we would actually be developing a, a desktop wallet for purism. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, but it would be a rewrite of the whole Monero stuff, which could be fun, but uh, we're not finished enough with the core core functionality we want to have in order to to deal with that. So, if we actually get that far, then we could have a desktop wallet. I don't know what the purpose of that would be because the the official uh, uh, GUI is 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 pretty fine and there's a lot of development going on in that direction. So um, I would rather concentrate on Android. But if there's something to do, there's something to do. It's not that we want to compete with uh, with the core team or something. Right, that makes sense. And you guys, you guys use XMR.to. As well, is that integrated into your wallet? XMRTO is integrated. Yeah, so you, you can uh, spend Bitcoin with your <laughs> Monero wallet anywhere. You can you... convert uh, Monero into cash at any Bitcoin ATM, which is pretty nice. <laughs> Do you know if that's being used a lot? Do you have stats on that? Well, we are. We don't have user tracking, so we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Right. I have used it <laughs> to yes. buy beer, so I know it works. Just anecdotal <laughs> stats. Yes. We have two users, com two confirmed users. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've used it as well. It works very well. Yeah. It works very well. So do we have any stats? I mean, you know downloads, right? You know how many people are we downloading? Have, we, have, uh, we have the Google stats from the downloads from the, from the Google Play Store, which is about uh, 14,000 downloads. Oh, wow. uh, uh, much more downloads. We have fourteen thousand installations mm -hmm. on active devices, and active devices are devices which have been used in the last month. 
So um, has it kind of been a steady? Has it been like a steady growth? Have there been steady like... growth? Okay. It's a it's a it's a it's a flat line just going up basically. So yeah. Oh, wow. Um, and, yeah, and I guess there's other ways on Android, unlike iPhones. Uh, there's other ways to kind of download the software, yeah. right? It's not just yeah. through Google Store. Yeah, so we we um, we have it on Google Play Store. A big topic for um, users at the beginning of Monoruyo was also uh, we don't want it on Google. We we want to have Google free phones, so we have it on F Droid where we in the end decided to uh, make our own F-Droid repository so I can sign it with my own keys. So the, the APK, the, the app that you download from the Play Store is the identical app you download from our F-Droid. And it's exactly the same APK that you can download from GitHub. So you can get it from GitHub, you can get it from F-Droid, you can get it from uh, the Play Store. So you can can you you can confirm that you're downloading the correct code essentially is what that what that means. You can confirm that you're downloading the correct uh, compiled version if you com compare it to the to the GitHub APK and on the on GitHub we also have the the hashes of the binaries so you can confirm that as well. That's because on iOS you really can't do that, right? There's uh, as far as I can tell, you can't really do that now. Right, that's interesting. But I'm not I'm not an expert on 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 iOS. And then the other thing I heard you guys talking about was multisig. Is that something that's also soon? <laughs> that's, that's, that's hopefully sooner than soon. <laughs> yeah, I think that will be the the next uh, after we got to get this note stuff uh, sorted out. We can go to the multisig stuff. Because the usability of that is a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, technically, it's mm -hmm. pretty simple, but the UI of exchanging the keys and key images after spending, I will see what magic these these two guys here will will <laughs> will come up with in the next couple of months. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's not only us, but uh, as far as I understand the, the challenge that it has. <laughs> it's also dimmy right because uh, uh taking into account the, like keeping things always decentralized uh and very private is very difficult to in uh, to exchange i i am like the, the, like the the common guy right here <laughs> to to exchange um the, the information between peers using the between each peers using the, the multi sig wallet so the easy way would be to have like a central server somehow or central communication uh, in a way that tells, okay, user A, user B signing. Uh, so everything is okay. And we have to do it not only live, but also decentralized. And that is a, a quite a challenge, uh, especially if you want to, to make it for, for normal users. Yeah. Uh, well, so it's, it's not only a, a UX uh, challenge, but also like a, as far as I understand, that's an infrastructure challenge. But but um, the this, this challenge is the same for Monero Core, and as uh, the way I understand it is that there is a work. There's a lot of work being done exactly in this area 
to provide an infrastructure for uh, exchanging information, especially for multisig. So uh, I talked to a couple of guys from, from Monero, and we decided to wait until that core work has been done. And then in Monero, we can use that infrastructure for this exchange. And that will be, of course, uh, soon. Mm -hmm. Gustav, you were about to, I think, ch chime in over there. Yeah, yeah uh, I, I, I'm struggling with uh, how, who uses multisig. <clears throat> yeah, it's a good question. What would yeah. be the use cases? What are you guys designing for? What's the, uh, why am I using multisig on my mobile wallet? How's that coming into play? <laughs> we will see probably after we do it. Yeah. <laughs> no, but always I, the same. It's always the same. Maybe this uh, team could use the multisig, for example. <clears throat> yeah. If we have a donation wallet and uh, uh, we have to sign, uh, approve a, a, a cost, so 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 to speak. I guess that's the usage. I mean. Mm -hmm. Or or a big mafioso transaction between uh, Mister, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know, yeah. <laughs> drug deals. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No, I mean any anything with with an escrow in between uh, yeah. uses multi sig. So perhaps even like uh, something like local Monero can benefit for from a mobile kind of experience, but. It's a fringe case right now, I think. It's, it's also not necessary that most, uh, both users or all users, all, all multi-sig parties are, are using Monoruyo. So maybe one of them is using Monoruyo and the others are using whatever they're using. Yeah. So we need to account for that as well. And then um, escrow services can use this in, in this environment, yeah. Hmm. How are you guys feeling about the uh, the general crypto environment right now? I mean, we've been in this this bear trend uh, for quite some time. Is that something you guys even think about, or you're just hunkering down and building your building your app? <laughs> Look at Dimi face. Dimi face is like I don't care anything. I just called it. Yeah, what are you How much do? is it? How much is in Monero right now? Like four dollars? I, uh, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. And the rest of us are like like this, like weeping. <laughs> I have to sell diamond rings. Yes. <laughs> I have to sell my gold. I, I only have so many kids to sell their kids to No. Uh, it's, uh, personally, it's not that I don't care, but really, it's like it's like the weather. It's, you cannot do anything about it. I don't trade. Uh, in practice, it's like I don't care. I, I would love to be to Monerujo, uh, to Monerujo, okay, <laughs> or or shares or shares to go to the roof. But no, I would love to Monero for Monero to go like one thousand million dollars. It, it will be awesome. But in the meantime, we have a lot of work to do. It's a reality. Do you uh, guys see some decent We have to donations? be prepared. Are you guys getting some decent donations coming in? Do you guys ask, actively ask for donations other than just on your uh, wallet? Do you ever do like the form funding? 
on uh, through the Monero system? Um, the donation situation is uh, is uh, like a desert, <laughs> <laughs> and we have, or I have, a forum funding. Uh, uh, every, I think it's the third, the third round now for three months for a small share of what what actually I'm doing, and uh, the next the next round will involve the the two designers. So that they get um, they get something for their efforts as well, yeah. So I, I looked at it today. How much time I actually spend on this project? It's like twenty five hours uh, a week oh, for the sure. past. Well, I've got records since May, <laughs> so that's quite something. So yes, it's uh, it is a donation, and it makes me happy to get. Uh, get a thumbs up basically from the community saying, yeah, you're doing the right thing. You guys are doing the right thing. Continue doing this. That's what it's like for me. And uh, I, I, I'm really happy when, when, when something comes in. Yeah. And I'm really sad when it doesn't. <laughs> well, anybody yeah. out there listening, uh, I highly uh, encourage you to donate. Uh, you guys are obviously, you know, a critical component to uh, the infrastructure of Monero uh, being the first open source wallet. And uh, as you said, Android, uh, you know, I guess there's a lot more Android users out there. Um, so you're, you're a vital component to the ecosystem. So certainly encourage anybody who's thinking of donating to any project uh, that you be high on that priority list. Thanks. Um, Way high. I, guess, I guess that's part of the uh, the bear market too, right? I mean, when, when things are good, people are throwing their Monero yeah. around. Uh, now, not so much. Probably. But uh, I, I, I certainly believe it will it will grow into uh, a much larger things as we proceed yeah. it is, but, uh, it's, all, it's also a challenge with um, with the way that Android works as well that it, it doesn't allow you to monetize apps yeah. um, I'd like to put a like a stride donate uh, link there on the app you have to do it, everything Correct me if I'm wrong. You have to do everything through the App Store, and we don't want to make a paid app. So, if if they see you put like a donate button in there, they they just forbid the app from the App Store, and so it has to be pretty hidden and and obscure, and that also, of course, impacts yeah. impacts the the reach that we have to our users. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Google Play actually kicked uh, Munaruyo off the off the App Store around uh, Easter this year, I think it yes. was. Mm -hmm. And uh, without saying what or why, and trying to communicate with them was a bit um, difficult because of all the vacation days. And I don't know, it took a couple of days to actually figure out what was going on. And then we got rid of all the donation stuff in the app and put it up there again, and uh, they accepted it, and it's it's still there for now. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it, it, it's just the credits, right? It's not the uh, donation address, right? Now it's just the credits. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's just, just the credits. credits. So you have yeah. to go into our site to to get the um, address or mm -hmm. QR code. Do you guys see there ever potentially being some kind of uh, added like business model, like any other than just running off of donations? I mean, obviously you want to stay true to always being open source. Um, is there any way to t-shirts? 
<laughs> yes, buy just... the t-shirts. Buy the t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> or is it just as Monero, as Monero grows, you grow? Yeah. I suppose so. Yeah. If 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 20 million people uses Monero and just 0.01% of them donates one XMR, we will be fine. Yes. Something like that. I don't know. But in the meantime, we have a lot of work to do again. And and still, I mean, we've been a long, a long road since we, we started about well, Dimi even more. But since I started working on, on Monerullo and I've seen a lot of changes. And I think I still think that we are just beginning to to get it right and to get it really useful for people. And the same happens with Monero as a whole, I think. So as people keep discovering it and adopting it and actually using it, using Monero to buy stuff and not just to hold, <laughs> Monerullo will 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 find its place more and more again because it's yeah. a wallet after all. It's a wallet that you have on your pocket to use Monero, mm-hmm. right? So um, and, and with that regard. Um, I think perhaps it's interesting if if Dimi wants to talk about it. I don't know uh, the street mode that we recently had. Oh, what's that? Uh, the street. Yeah, we recently we introduced the street mode, which allows you to open the wallet in a street mode, which doesn't display your transactions, does not display your amount. It syncs up, and you can spend. Uh, Monero, and you can receive Monero, and those are the only transactions that you see in the street mode. Oh, and cool. uh, we have a couple of uh, improvements on the street mode in the upcoming release in the next couple of days, where even if someone snatches your phone, they can't uh, see your your transactions. Which are, right now you can turn it on and off just with a with a button. So uh, that should see more use, maybe of Monoruyo because of this added security where you can open up your wallet, spend your stuff, and no one can really tell um, how much you have or what you've been doing with it. And you can use it in a pub to buy a beer and don't have to watch out where are cameras or who's looking over my shoulder and uh, that kind of stuff. So that's yeah. a, it's a, a nice feature. That makes a lot of sense. I, I think it's like the first feature that we've we followed like an a, an actual use case before it it been developed. Right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like we know what it, what this is going to be used for. We need it. So when you go to the the HCCP or <laughs> whatever, you can use Monero safely, and we develop from that. Yeah, local Monero as well. If you're gonna do uh, yeah, uh, right, eye to eye transaction. With the mafia, like you said before. Yeah, maybe yeah. Mafia or uh, <laughs> be Beyonce or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about uh, I, I often hear people talking about the issue with uh, you know traveling and worried that their phone gets confiscated temporarily. Um, what advice do you give for for that if you're if you're on the move with your uh, with your Android wallet just to delete it and reinstall or? We have a self-destruct button. 
<laughs> actually, actually, we do have a self-destruct button yeah. <laughs> in a sense. <clears throat> in a sense, um, when you when you uninstall the app simply by saying uninstall, remove. Um, it also, the Android system deletes those secret keys I was talking about uh, earlier from the hardware device. So all your wallets become inaccessible. So even if you reinstall your, uh, reinstall the app and people force you to give them your, um, your <clears throat> password, you still cannot open those wallets without the seed that you've written down, which would probably be at home and not in your pocket. Mm -hmm. So that's a security feature. Yes, people will know that you have had uh, uh, Munoruyu installed, but that's because of the install history that you have on your Android phone. So it's a bit difficult, maybe impossible to totally remove that easily. Mm -hmm. But no one, including yourself, will have access to your wallets. So it is a sort of real fail-safe, but please make sure you've written down your seeds <laughs> as yeah. soon as you create please, your wallet. Please, please, please. That, that's number two problem that we get. Yeah. Like, I've lost my seed. Here's my public address. Uh, please recover my funds. Yeah. It's and tough to guys, be your own bank. That Don't, stuff yeah. down. <laughs> Don't store your seeds in a place that you may get torture, <laughs> is, is your advice. Yeah. So the the so if if somebody were to travel, the advice would be to obviously write down your seeds. You delete the app, and then you just reinstall and put the seeds back in and sync it back up. Basically, yeah. yes, yeah. But don't carry the seed with you. Yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> you would also don't you would write also down have to, the seed. Yeah. <laughs> what brain, is brain wallet. <laughs> okay. Well, there is a there is a. There is a recovery, a recovery password. So actually, when you reinstall the app, you could use the recovery password to get back into your wallet. So if you put the recovery password, maybe in an encrypted uh, area in a cloud or somewhere, you could, when you reinstall the app, you can get back into your wallet as if nothing had happened. So, but that's a bit of a, please practice this before you do something stupid. Yeah. Well, what could go wrong in that scenario? You're saying is, uh, if you if you haven't written down your seed, everything can go wrong. Mm. But uh, uh, there, it's a bit it's a bit complex. You just have to practice stuff, like with everything in crypto in the end, so that you feel safe. Because uninstalling the app, you will feel terrible. Saying what is going to happen now. So just so that you feel safer and right. that you know what you're doing, that that's all. Yeah. Write down, write down your seed. The, write down your seed. And then safe I guess place. also another thing to do, maybe write down the uh, the block height, right? So you're not installing from. Yes, write down one. the block height. That's yes. We we need to update the the help files and maybe the the creation screen of the app so that it also displays the block height that you've used. So a lot of people don't understand the block height which seems obvious that they don't understand it i understand I understand them completely and uh, you just should write down together with your seed your block height 
and then you have no problems recovering. Right. So then you're not sinking from uh, day one of Monero. You're sinking day one or from the future. A lot of people sink into from the future. So they restore their wallet and then the, the amount is zero and they're saying, I've lost all my Monero. Right. Right. So um, your block height <laughs> or your date. What's that? You can also write down your date, the date that you. Right. If, if, if block height is, is too strange for you or just pick like a month before or something like yeah. that when you restore it. All right, gentlemen, I, I, I'm going to let you go because I know Monero Coffee Chat, I think, is starting up right now. Uh, we didn't plan this, but I think this is great. It's kind of like <laughs> uh, NFL Sundays over here. You go from one, one game to the next. Uh, but I really appreciate you coming on. It's been great. Uh, like I said, I think you guys are, are, are a critical component to uh, the Monero ecosystem. Uh, keep up the good work. Thanks for um, you know staying so true to the core values of Monero. Uh, we really appreciate it. And uh, I hope everybody does at some point reach out and donate even just a little bit. I mean, just if you look at the amount of Reddit users alone, um, you know everybody should just be tossing in a little bit to projects like this, projects like Cake Wallet. Um, just the real, true, open source uh, utilities in the ecosystem. And uh, thanks again. Hope to have you, you on in the future. Good Thank luck you. with everything. Thank you. Thank you. All right, fellas. I'm going to hang up. <laughs> bye, bye. 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 bye.